0: So I'm chatting to Sean Obedi, who's the founder of New Gen Angels. Sean is going to talk to us about angel investing and the state of angel investing in the context of Africa. Hi, Sean. Hi. Thank you for
1: having me. <laughs> Thanks
0: for joining me. So let's, let's first deal with New Gen Angels. It's a global network from what I've heard, but it strictly focuses on investing in businesses in Africa. So, can yes. you tell me a little bit about the motivation behind uh, establishing NewGen Angels and what the motivation was behind starting NewGen Angel and what kind of business you are at this um, organization are trying to are trying to support?
1: Right. So, as you perfectly said, um, NewGen Angels is basically an engineering network of people and and companies that are looking to invest in early stage companies in Africa that are Africa focused. You don't have to be based in africa but it had to be africa focused so maybe in the uk or us or australia or whatever and you want to move and focus on african opportunities and that's we really kind of we came from and the whole notion of, behind that is if you think about the, the big shift that's going on that has kind of has been going for a while but the people people are kind of moving from diaspora going back to into africa to start companies we can see that by the likes of iroco by the likes of many many other companies that have been started by the people actually returned from the diaspora and what tends to happen is when you kind of come back let's say you come back to london you come back to paris or whatever you were living and you're trying to raise money for a company that you're running in africa most investors basically don't want to touch those kind of businesses, especially early stage comp- early stage investors, i.e. angels. So for me, uh, I was involved in that circle for, you know, since 2011. And I basically noticed that I was getting companies approaching me for helping with, you know, helping get them funded. And I noticed quite clearly that there was a big gap in terms of the infrastructure required to fund these companies. Uh, Let me just break that down. If you look at the way things work in a kind of developed market, you have family and friends, angel investors, you have VC firms that are kind of specifically dealing with various series of funding. So the companies are focused on series A, series B, series C, and so on and so forth. And then, you have the bigger ones who are kind of coming in at larger tickets. And as a company grows, you have to basically move from one phase to the next. Now, if you're an African company there's and there is no family money at your you, d- disposal, you're actually not going to get it done. So engine investing as a sport in Africa is still very, very early because people are still investing in government bonds and cars and houses and, and land, mm-hmm. which is great. But there is a need for funding companies and, and that structure is well. We kind of really trying to help and kickstart a movement.
0: Some some people might still be unconvinced by the notion of angel investing. What do you say to that reluctance or hesitation?
1: I think it's quite that's quite reasonable because once again, if you look at if you look at the history of of, of angel investing in Africa, is still a novelty in terms of what I'm saying is technology angel investing. People have invested in other. Sectors before, but the tech, kind of the notion of investing in early stage companies as an angel investor, professionally, that's still kind of really. It's 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 not in, in the last five ten years that things kind of started moving, and those early movers that started investing in companies whether in South Africa, whether it's Nigeria, whether it's even up in, in in Egypt those are now reaping the rewards of those early kind of investments so some people are not starting to notice that some things are happening but I th- I don't think that the fact that people don't know about it is is a big issue for for me I think it's a big opportunity to basically explain and educate people on what's going on the returns that people can get from investing in our stage companies, but also the impact that they can have in their local communities.
0: I mean, even though angel investing is still quite, it's still at an early stage. Yes. (laughs) That's funny, in Africa because you know you invest in early stage companies. Anyway, <laughs> um, even though it, it itself is in an early stage, there, it, there has been a, a, an established platform for angel investors to get together. I mean, earlier this year in March, the first ever Africa Business Angel Forum uh, took place. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened and what the outcome of that forum was? So, first of all, what went into the establishment? What was the catalyst for the establishment of the forum. What happened at this inaugural event and what was the outcome?
1: So what happened? So the Africa Business Angel Forum is basically a flagship event for early-stage investing in Africa. And we held that in London. And the whole point was to basically, once again, mobilize funding into early-stage companies. So if you look at most of the events that happen here in London, they are all about private equity and and the wonderful large ticket stuff, but the language is just all above you. It kind of goes above your head. So I really wanted to have something that's tangible, something that of people that speak normal languages, and also really bring people together that I've been working with for the last two, three years that are really in this space and doing some real stuff. In terms of the outcome, we had a great panel on corporate venture capital. There's actually going to be a report coming out this summer with one large telcos that, you know, looking at what telcos are doing across Africa and how corporate venture capital can be a good great source of funding for most African startups. Then there is also the two funds that were pretty much previously unknown and were announced announced on the day. And one was a ten million dollar fund for agricultural kind of fund companies based in France, and there's another one based in the U.S. which was a fifty million dollar fund. So overall, basically, we you know, once again, we've achieved our goal of trying to mobilize funding for African opportunities. But also mostly for me, the biggest impact was the connections that were made on the day and we've already started to see some of the fruits from that day. So we're going to hold it again in September, second week of September, to really kind of wrap up what has happened so far since January up until September and actually what we can then also set set the tone for next year. Um but yeah, so great quite quite encouraging outcome.
0: So when an when an angel investor is looking to invest, I mean I know, you know, it's possible that you are presented with many 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 options because there's so many ideas out there. So what is it that an angel investor looks looks to back, especially within a context like Africa?
1: I mean, we have to remember that Africa is a big place. So what may work in Cairo does not work in Cape Town or does not work okay. in Nairobi or Kigali or Dwala or whatever. But I think well, just generally, when you look at the kind of companies that are applying or the kind of space they really focus on personally, we, we, we tend to see or kind of our investors want to see things that are much more, I mean, things that have kind of gained traction. So I'll give you an example. Let's say if you have a company and you already kind of managed to build a prototype, you have a, a few customers and you're actually starting to scale beyond your orders. That's still an early stage investment to someone. So you may be looking for two hundred fifty thousand, but that's very small ticket to someone. So if you can basically go ahead, build some soft traction, build a following, build a brand, make the initial mistakes. If you can get the initial, uh, once again, the initial early stage investment or. Just bootstrap the whole thing yourself. That's great because that shows effort. And then you can get angel investors who come in to help you accelerate that to the next phase. Build a proper infrastructure around you. Have some kind of, be able to recruit a board, proper board around you. And be able to build a professional team around you to actually scale that product. So those are the things we actually tend to look for.
0: Mm. I'm asking this question especially because I'm curious about what makes angel investing in Africa Unique or different from angel investing wherever else. So I'm curious about like what measures are taken to ensure that when capital comes in, when 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 you back the business, that this business is good for Africa, that it's it it will make a difference. Do you have an opinion on that, or am I like am I making sense?
1: (laughs) Um, You're perfectly (laughs) making sense, but I think angel investing is the same everywhere because you're looking to back. Very early stage companies and you're looking yeah. to basically help them to ride the wave of whatever trend they're actually trying to kind of innovate around so when it comes to Africa, we just have to look at different business models that are unique to Africa business sorry some of, some of the business cases they have to make for some um, local issues that we can't find anywhere else, whether it's using drone to transport blood whether he's <laughs> using AI to do certain things, there's great opportunities in terms of how can we leverage the new technologies that are coming up to solve local problems. I mean, everybody keeps talking about M-Pesa and how he has kind of innovated the, the mobile money space. But I think there are much more bigger, better um, innovations to come out of Africa, simply because we have unique challenges. And entrepreneurs are there to solve problems. And unique challenges are great because it gives you a different point of view if, you know, if you are in South Africa if you are in Kenya, if you're in, in whatever part of Africa you are in, you know, there are things you're going to come across that your, your counterparts in the U.S. won't have even think, to think about. So those are the opportunities to kind of innovate around and create companies around that instead of having to just see something being done in the U.S. and just copy it because you think it's a great way to, to make money. Right. And I think that's one thing we need to encourage in our young people who are kind of creating to be brave enough. To once again embrace some of the th- challenges we have back at home to build companies that are uh, kind of uniquely solving those problems. Because I've seen, you know, Western investors are looking for unique solutions that can be scalable beyond African borders. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's quite a few of those, you know, from Egypt. is quite one of. Them. There's a company called Instabug from Egypt that I like so much. Check it out. It was recently actually funded by Excel mm-hmm. They're quite a few as i'm sure you've seen south african companies have also kind of been acquired by international you know international companies that's because we have unique challenges we're able to use technology in a different way and and another company that i can also mention perhaps in this case is a company called Margins, backed by a great south african engine investor called pule who runs um cre ventures so they are great companies that are coming out of Africa just because people are now starting to kind of look within and solving problems that are there um but yeah sorry drop law <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. It's not a problem. And I I, I just one last yeah. question, and I know that somebody would kill me if I didn't ask this, but how can people who would be interested in learning more about angel investing or even are considering becoming an angel themselves, how do they learn more about, I know we're speaking to the, to, to um, the diaspora right now but how can listeners learn more about new gen angels or get in touch with uh, with new gen angels
1: um we have a website which is www.newgenangels.com also tend to use social media a bit really once again just focus on the content so you can follow us on twitter we have a medium page as well where we publish some of the reports and and, and thoughts on angel investing and i'm always happy to respond to anybody whether it's twitter or over email.
0: Thanks. Is there anything else that you wanted to add, Sean, that I maybe have not uh, uh, touched on?
1: Well, people should be reading our some of the articles we've done with iAfrica, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Yeah. And, pe- and people can follow Sean on on Twitter. You can follow him at, at S-O-B-E-D-I-H. that's o b e d i h Thank you so much, Sean.
1: Thank you very much and keep up the good work.